Welcome to The Awkward Stare, where Arlene, Natasha, and Jahan take a long, awkward look at life and deep dive into all manner of subjects. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And by the way, if you like what you hear, please follow us for more content like this. And uh, also send to some friends, share with your friends, share, sharing is caring. Um, we also are available on Instagram at the awkward stare podcast, as well as uh, on, you can also send us an email on, on through Gmail or whatever at the awkward stare at gmail.com. That is the awkward stare at gmail.com. Hey, y'all. We're back from break and back in the studio and ready to bring you all some more content. Um, we're going to just start off with, uh, with an awkward stare, uh, awkward story episode. And we're going to just talk about what's been up. Um, hi, ladies. Just, just wanted to check in. How was your week? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm relaxed and rested, and so I um I'm excited to to discuss and talk with y'all like we like we used to <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, not not really rested, but this is the life I chose, so it is what it is. Um, but I'm good. I'm excited. I'm glad to be back recording. It's been a crazy week, um, but uh, it's the start of a new one. So hopefully, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all pans out. Um, so uh, we're here to talk, discuss our breaks or, you know, the break that we had and, you know, any funny or whatever kind of stories we have um, to share with you all. So I'm going to give the floor to whoever wants to go first. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's me. It's gonna be me. I mean, you know, the break was good um, in a sense that I got a chance to like just focus on some other things. Um, honestly, before the break, I was, uh, you know, going through a little bit of an overwhelmment um, with a lot of different areas in my life. And I'm still overwhelmed as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> It is, I'm just back. I'm um, back recording and I missed recording and I missed um, working on the podcast. Um, but I'm like making like certain pivots and changes. Um, I guess one of the stories I want to bring up is what, you know, something that made me realize that I was on the right path with my pivot is that I went to DC by myself um, during the break. It was um, in August and you know, that in and of itself was like, you know, something told me, you know, you got to book this trip. So you better book this trip. So I kept on saying, yeah, I'm a book, da, da, da. but you know, I just booked the trip in August and went down to DC, took the plane, by the way, um, scared, but I took the plane. I got to DC. Um, my hotel was nice. I, I'm not going to say where I stayed. I'm like not getting paid from it, but <laughs> I stayed at a nice hotel and it was cool, but I, what I decided to do was go do a lot of museums and stuff like that, which I love museums. I love it. So I could go to museums all day, every day 
and just be good. Um, so on the second day of, uh, I guess not the second day of my trip, but um, on the Sunday of my trip, I went to the Smithsonian Natural History Museum. And I love the American Natural History Museum in New York here. And I went to the one in DC, the Smithsonian. So they have a um, evolution exhibit, which is like kind of like the Hall of Evolution in the American Museum, which is like my favorite exhibit. So I went to that and I went to a couple other things. And just as I moved through those uh, exhibits uh, about different cultures and stuff like that, you know, I just felt this tingling in my spine, this feeling of exhilaration, this feeling of like, you know, just reading the stories of uh, these anthropologists and these sociologists uh, going to different places and stuff like that. Just this tingle in my spine, knowing like I was in the right place at the right time and just learning about all these different things. And I don't know, I just felt like, gosh, this is, this is, this is the journey I want to go on. So it just um, reaffirmed like the kind of pivots I'm making in my life. It did make me a little sad because I felt like I went on so many side missions in my life. And I didn't understand why, if I feel such an affinity towards one thing, why I decided to do so many other things that were unrelated. But I guess what I'm trying, what I need to do right now is find the connections between the, the side missions in my life and the thing that I'm, I, I'm longing to do, because there's a reason why I had chosen to do all those other things in the first place. That Natural History Museum um, episode I'm going to call it an episode. Is that okay? Um, episode was like a place where I felt like I could, you know, I was just felt connected to my purpose. And I don't know what that's going to look like um, in the next couple months or, or years, but it just was like, okay, you got to make this pivot. You got to make this change in your life. So that was, that was where I'm at. And that Washington DC was a was interesting altogether, but I can't tell all the stories from there. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, tell that Smithsonian Museum story because it's, you know, it was kind of um, something that just, just made, made me feel rooted in certain decisions I'm making. I like that. I think that's um, actually awesome. The, the, the question I have for you is, do you think it's a bad thing necessarily that you took detours on the way? You know, I think what it is, is that I was so um, adamant that I wanted to be in the film industry and um, I needed to do that. And I mean, I still feel like I need to be making film in some capacity. I just don't think it's going to be in the way I thought it was going to be. Um, but I was so adamant in that, that I... I don't know why, what, how that fits in. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that I don't know what about that made me think that. And I, I uh, what about that um, industry made me think that I needed to be a part of it. And now that um, I, I'm like kind of wean, weaning off of that feeling, um, how that's going to impact my um, journey going forward. But I mean, it's neither here nor there. I think that if, if you feel that something is necessary, I guess it, it was necessary <laughs> in some way. It sounds like though that the thing that I, to me in my, um, in my view when it comes to anthropology, museums, 
um, uh, film, you know, even, you know, you, you write, and you're, you're a storyteller, that's what you are, you're a storyteller, and film is just another way to tell a story. Anthropology is a way to tell a story, it's just a different kind of story. So, but yeah. that's my unsolicited thought about about those things because that's how I see it. Those people are storytellers, all of them. Yeah. And I think that that's the, the thing is that I should have, what I, not should have, but what I feel sometimes is I should have known because the thing about visual anthropology comes up many, many times over the course of my life. Like I was like in, after undergrad, I was like, oh, you should do, I should get a master's. Visual anthropology sounds something like something I should get a master's in. And then I didn't. And then I, I have a totally different master's uh, anyway, but, and then I, I went to school for uh, something else and like, it came back up a couple years ago and I've been kind of dragging my feet on like applying to programs and stuff like that. So I just think that for myself, I, I feel like I should have did things earlier, but then I try to go back to the fact that I wouldn't have had certain experiences if I didn't, if I had just said, oh, I'm going to just do this thing. And I would have just gone, I wouldn't have this story, the story. So I'm trying to be okay with having this, having these side missions, these sidetrack missions and understanding that they fit into the grand scheme of things in some way. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Give grace. Yeah. Grace is important. So, yeah. We'll get back to that one. <laughs> so um, who wants to go next? I mean, I don't know if I have anything too, too interesting, but um, I recently went to Colombia to Cartagena, which was very fun and interesting. I, I was invited by one of my really close friends and I didn't realize because I don't really ask a lot of questions. I just like say yes. <laughs> things and I'm like yeah let's see what happens when I get there (laughs) um so I she invited me but it ended up being one of her friends um birthday vacation celebrations which which was cool to be a part of um I was kind of taking it back when I saw all the people at the airport and was like oh shit this is like a this is like a large group thing this isn't just like three of us this is like eight of us um but that was cool um meeting new people and and getting to know people from other walks of life these are like born and bred Floridians from like West Palm Beach so it's like a whole different group of people from where I'm used to like interacting with but they were really fun a fun group um we, we ended up going to this um, really nice hotel. A few things I learned is the dollar value here versus there. Your dollar gets you a really like a long way over there. Like it's really cheap. Um, the people are super nice and super welcoming and open. Um, one thing I did not know and realize how how black, you know, everyone in Cartagena pretty much is, is they're black. So they, and they love black people and black culture. And they're so open and welcoming to like people of color, which was kind of shocking. Like 
I would see, you know, we went to a, a restaurant and um, there's a song called No Le Pegue a La Negra, which I love. I'm, I'm a big salsera. I love salsa. I used to dance salsa for a few years. I took classes and stuff. So I um, didn't know what that song was about. I was like, I finally looked it up there and it's actually about Cartagena. And I didn't realize that Cartagena was uh, was has a very strong history in in like slavery, and that was like a hot spot for a slave trade back in the day. So basically, what that song was about was about that Cartagena and the slave trade, and um, so that that was interesting to learn. Um, you know, it's 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 a rich it's a very vibrant culture. They're very like, you know, music and dancing, but I think that's all, all Caribbean and Latin or African based um, countries. Uh, what else? Went to a beach resort. That was really nice. It was off the island. I mean, off the, off of, Car it, off, it was on a different island off of Cartagena, which was, that was also really nice, you know, to, end it off someone tried to jump like the airport is like a very open space and they they have a lot of security checks but there's like a I guess there's like fences where people could probably hop over so someone did um kind of jump over the fence and got on the plane on my plane going back home and that was interesting that was like a whole Liam Neeson kind of situation where this guy was like he was very very confident in what he was saying and it sounded like he was on some type of a secret mission but then the police came and like escorted him out and even in that like the Colombian I mean I feel like Colombian people are so polite that even in that exchange the guy was like polite the police were polite it was like such a strange thing to see and experience it was kind of scary I'm not gonna lie but yeah, that was my my little story and adventure for the summer. I guess the most most adventurous thing I had this summer and story I had. Other than that, it's just been working and and the gym and trying to manage adulting. That sounds exciting. <laughs> like wait a whole a whole whole uh, a hostage. What? How? What girl? This is on the plane. Like. <laughs> The guy was on there with no shoes on. That was the first thing I was like, he, he don't got shoes. And then like the fact that he got on, he was able to get on the plane and have a seat. I was like, <laughs> this is a bit concerning. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm sure he, and then, then I'm like, you know, he, damn, he really wanted to leave. Like he really wanted to, to leave. Like he was on a mission and he was like, yeah, get your captain of the police, get your, you know, all in Spanish, very polite, get him, get him. Like, I know who he is. Like, I was like, oh, this is Liam Neeson. He's on a mission. He got to get back to the States and the police are going to know what the hell he's talking about as soon as he gets there. But as soon as the police got there, they was like, nope, off the plane, off the plane. The man was freaking holding on to every seat. Like he almost took me out because I was like right next to me. <laughs> I was like, 
holy oh shit. I have video of that and it's like, I know my face is like, I look very calm in the video, but internally I was like, holy shit. So it's about to well, go down. So I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad, it, I'm glad you're good. I mean, I was sitting here in tears. I know you was, that was not how you was feeling, but that should sound funny as hell to me. <laughs> go ahead. I, mean? I was going to say that it's, it sounded interesting. It sounded like I would still be thinking about that. I was like, hmm, maybe, you know, he probably was, tell, maybe he was telling the truth. I would be like, hey, <laughs> right? Girl, right, like, that's like, not like a story so you can write. Somebody can write a story about that. That should sound like something went down. I don't care. People still feel people crazy, but I think sometimes some shit went down. Yeah. It could have been years ago. It could have been in the future, but they mm-hmm. know something. All right. He knew something because he was really like, nope, you are not taking me off this plane. Like, he did not want to come off this plane. He's like, no, senor. No, senor. That's all he kept repeating. No, senor. And the and his voice did not go up above a freaking five. So I was like, what? Like, is this just I guess y'all don't don't yell. Colombians must not yell. Cause he was a he was at the politest, but he was holding on for dear life. He did not want to come off this plane. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. determined to leave. I'm like, he must have been on a secret mission. He finally got on the plane. Like he's like, I am on this bitch. I'm out of here. And these people just was like, nope, not today. Interesting. I'm interested. I'm laughing, but I'm interested. Right? Um, the, the, the one thing uh, I was going to ask you was um, if you could, for people who do not speak Spanish, who do not understand, could you translate the title of the song? Oh, the title of the song literally translates to Don't Hit the Black Girl. And could you tell us a little bit about like what would this like the, some like the context of the song? Like what not the context, but the yeah, like the context of the song. Like what's what's the song about? It's really like it's talking about the 1800s and how they all gathered in this place in Cartagena for the slave trade. That's that's essentially what it is. And then um I'm not going to go like, I'm not going to exaggerate or lie or whatever. Cause I'm, I really like the only part of the song I knew was that. And then I was like, why does he say that? And something caused me to, to look up the lyrics. And I was like, Oh shit. The song is literally about Cartagena. The song is literally about the slave trade. Like I thought it was like a happy song because you're, everyone loves this song. You're always dancing to it. It's like, one of the most popular songs that if you, if you love salsa and you know about salsa, you always hear this song. So that's when I like looked that up and, and learned that it was about like the slave trade and what was going on in Cartagena during the slave trade in the 1800s. Um, but beyond that, I don't know, like, it just says, don't hit the black girl, don't hit the black girl. And I'm like, what do you mean don't hit the black girl? and i'm like oh that's that's slavery that's about slavery oh shit we're over here dancing to this thing thinking it's all happy joy joy and it's a song about slavery okay thank you so it's like it goes to show you that like you know we always focus on like american history and like slavery here but slavery started in the caribbean like those were the first stops in south america and all that before they even got to america so it's like it, it gives a different perspective on that as well. And like the black, like 
I was taking, I was really surprised. Like I went to this, we all ended up going to this like little local bar. It was like around the corner from the hotel and they were playing music and everyone was dancing. It was such like a lively, like almost like an in the heights <laughs> musical, like where it was just dancing and having fun and whatever. And then we all walk in, like all of us are black, you know, I'm like the lightest skin there, a group of black folks. And it was like their eyes opened up and they was like smiling and welcoming and come in. And I was just like, this is amazing how much they love. Like you could tell they love black people. Like they respect you as a black person. And even I was even asked about, cause I'm Dominican and you know, the history behind that with the Haitians and like, Dominicans of Haitian descent and and all that craziness that's going on over there that was asking me about it like well what's going on like you know like how do why do they do that to like the Haitian people like why do they treat like why do Dominicans treat the Haitian people like that because they they um uplift black people and black culture there you know a lot from what I've seen in that time it seems like they uplift the black culture and black people there so much that they couldn't understand that aspect of the Dominican Republic and why they're like that. This is like a, a bunch of brainwashing and all that bullshit that goes behind that as well. That's interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Sounds like a place I would like to visit. <laughs> yeah, you I'm guys should like, I would recommend anybody go visit, if, especially if you're black, go visit. It's it's beautiful there. It's your Your money will take you a long way. Like it's super cheap. It's like 3,600 pesos per dollar. Like I literally, I was buying Don Julio's and here that would cost me like $15 a drink. There it was like $4, like maybe. Like, yeah, I went, yeah, I went a couple years ago for a friend who's, who's Colombian, her wedding. It was a beautiful experience and it is really great pricing. I bought bags upon bags upon bags. <laughs> beautiful bags. Um, and things so yeah it's a really good experience and as a person who who um, whose first language is English and understanding Spanish to a certain extent I don't know how I made it but I made it with my Spanish and if I got something wrong they were very they would just correct me and that was it and that's how I actually I feel like my Spanish got a little bit better because they're not gonna speak to they didn't they didn't, they didn't want to speak to me in English because they understood from the beginning. I tried my best. When I go someplace else and it's English, not the first language, I try my best to speak at least some of that language. So they saw, especially in the hotel that I stayed at, and this is not about me, but I'm gonna make the agree with you that they treat they treat black people and black Latina people, I think they just assume that you're Latinx because mm -hmm. there's no difference. But because I came in, but I think they saw that my Spanish was I was struggling. They were like, either she might be Latina and she just don't speak real good Spanish or she's trying. So they just continued to speak to me in Spanish. So it was me and my mom, we went. Um, but my, so my mom would stay quiet for me. I'd be like, let me let me try to get this right. What room you in, blah, blah, blah. And it was just so very, very <laughs> nice. And they were very accommodating. My word that I learned there is orden. I didn't know what the fuck. I'm like, why does everybody say this word? I have to look it up. But orden was the word that I was like, oh, this is a cute little... They're just so hospitable. That's mm -hmm. what it comes down to that. That hospitable, very, very, hospitable yeah. aspect is very much so. The dollar goes a long way. So, yes, it's a great experience, and I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you got to speak to people about and have deeper conversations, though, because I couldn't do that. I wish I could have. Mm -hmm. 
but I didn't have the language capacity to have yeah. those conversations. But there was it's it's good to hear that what I felt was actually not wrong. Yeah, they're very like and and, and even when I would start because you know I don't some people like look at me and know I speak Spanish, but like a good majority of people look at me and think I'm just um black American or or biracial American or whatever you know and then like so when I would start speaking Spanish it was almost like a relief like oh I don't have to speak English I don't have to struggle and do this and then like even with the people that I was with they were grateful that I was there because I was able to translate and help like help the waiters or servers or whoever was helping translate what they wanted to get across and I was able to translate what the group wanted to get across to them so that was like uh, upside I guess to me being there and 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 all that stuff but even like they they have the people in the street and they try to sell you all these bracelets and all this stuff and then that was the only downside that I just like did not like was the aggressiveness of <laughs> because they will follow you they will follow you all the way to where you're going I mean, there were people sitting outside the freaking restaurant. Like when we first got there, they sat there, they waited till we ate. To, it was like, wow, like, come on. Like, this is a bit much. So like the first day I was being really nice about it. The second day I was like, nope, nope, nope. Stop it, stop it. I don't want it. I need to survive here too. Like if I start spending up all my money on your bracelets and your trinkets, I'm gonna be broke by the time I freaking the end of the day. That's the thing is like that part gets it's a bit much. It's a bit much. And me as a as an extroverted introvert, my introvert side starts to kick in and I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm about to fight somebody. <laughs> like I'm starting and and my New Yorker side too is like, why are you following me? Like I said no already. Like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. So that was the only thing that I didn't like was that. But everything else it was amazing. I mean, you know, most of I, I, I'm a weed smoker. The Colombian green is probably the best I've ever had in my life. That was top notch. Um, food was great. Everything was decently priced. I would definitely go back again. Yeah. But now that's opened me up to like, I need to travel more. I want to see more places, especially um, Caribbean and South American countries. I, I want to visit and learn more about those peoples and, and, and the cultures because I only know mostly like Dominican and my, my fellow, you know, West Indian Trinidad. I feel like I know more about Trinidad and Jamaica and all that than I do, you know, and uh, the other Latin cultures. So I would really love to travel more and 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 get to know more about places like Costa Rica, which is the next place I want to go to, or Peru, or you know, it, places that are a bit more indigenous. I think that I would want to go visit or have have a have a richer indigenous culture. Nice. Cool, cool. I guess I'm gonna get to my little story. In this, in July, 
during the break, Jahan and I went to Oklahoma. So I don't know why I've been on this kick for a couple years in my in my mind. Like I want to go to the Midwest, all these flyover states. I just I go to the coast to coast, coast to coast in California, but I do the coast. So I'm like, all right, let me just let me go to like the Midwest. And so kept having dreams and like things in my mind, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, I'm in the Midwest. And so I was like, all right. I'm gonna go to the Midwest. So it was with Jahan and I and two of our friends, shout out to Clay and Johnny. Um, we went to uh, Oklahoma. We chose Oklahoma after doing some research and like, mm, how do we navigate this world? Where do we go? What what can we do? And so um, we had a really, really good time. And why we had a good time was like, because it was really chill, one, the people were really, really nice and really, really calm and just like really laid back like really like southern type of experience you would think that you know only in the south they do that but like these people were really nice they were really pretty nice I would say um but what's more important to me was the experience that I had so like one of the days we were in our little breakfast nook in our in our Airbnb and we started talking about ancestry and like family and telling different stories about family and and things we learned and things we know and and sharing pictures right so it was just like a really beautiful experience and so this went on for, for for what turned out to be hours like we didn't know that it had been this long we were sitting on and talking and um as I was sitting thinking about you know what story I wanted to tell and prepping and thinking back on it I feel like it was one of the most beautiful moments because I got to learn about old friends and share with them in a way that I never had um before so I just felt like that moment was really really special and also what it made me realize is that um, I've, I've almost, not mastered, but gotten really close to mastering the art of being present because I didn't think about that moment of taking, being hours or looking at the time or anything like that. I wasn't thinking about, oh, what are we going to do for the day or, you know, what's going to come next or what do we have to get done or let me go take a shower. I wasn't thinking about none of that. I was like really in the moment. So that's what that moment taught me. Um, about my friends and about just really that I really learned to be in the moment um, and and that was special for me it was a special um, moment so but that's my little story like just sitting and sharing about ancestry and friends and family and learning about family and what what it means to be black what it means to you know grow up not having money and what it means to go up um, with how different experiences make us who we are. It was just one of those beautiful, beautiful, uh, cherished moments, for sure. So nothing exciting, but that's me. Um, yeah, I would just like that. So I don't know if Tashi would feel the same way, but I felt like the whole trip was kind of like that, where it's just like, we were just, if we felt like doing something, we would do it. If we felt like going someplace, we would go. If we felt like sitting in the house and doing nothing, ordering food we would just order the food it was a good like we ended up in the museum on our last day because we're like what's this <laughs> and I love that about the whole trip I also love that the trip kind of challenged me to I have a lot of limiting beliefs y'all um but it did challenge me in my limiting beliefs to to to, to, to think about what what I was um dealing with internally and so um it, it just, it helped me out, but I, I definitely appreciated the time with you all because it was just like, 
yeah, we were just like living in the moment and it just felt really, really good. Like everybody was nice. Every, I don't think we met up with anybody who was like, I don't remember, or maybe I just don't remember. Maybe I put it out of my mind we did. We didn't meet up with anybody who was rude or mean or everybody that we met up with. It just seemed like they were nice. Even our little restaurant experience with the, with the critter. <laughs> I just say what's oh. <laughs> When we just took up our things and just moved. We just picked up our things and walked walked to the next thing. And the food was good though. Listen, they was <laughs> they tried extra hard with our food. <laughs> but I just really appreciated that time with you all. Um and yeah, it was just a good, it was a good trip overall. I really appreciated yeah. that time the theme of the trip ended up being, and everybody always said it every minute because Jahan said it first and we all was like, this fits. And we were like, <laughs> um, we'll see how we feel. And that's literally what we did the whole trip. We really saw how we felt. And if we, some one person didn't want to go someplace or two people didn't want to go someplace, other people just go. I was just really chill like that. It wasn't like, you know, we all were stuck at the hip doing the same things all the time. It was like, if you want to do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. If that meant somebody did something by themselves and took the car, that was it. And it was just, it was just that kind of a trip. So yeah, it was definitely, we'll see how we feel the whole trip. And that, and that was beautiful. And that was, um, and nobody felt like my, we had like, my type of party right there. It is, it is. We see how we feel. It is. That's definitely a type of party that we'd be trying to have. So, and we had a good time. We would stay up late, you know, we did the things and it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. The, the, the edibles. <laughs> the edibles. <laughs> Come on, man. To- it's, it's 2021. Shit's about to be legal federal. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a good time. It ain't taboo. It ain't as taboo as the, I don't even understand why it's like, you did the edible. Amazing. <laughs> or not. <laughs> it was, for me, I get this clicking sound in my head. That's when I know it should hit. So it hit, it hit. But I was watching the movie. They said I didn't watch the movie. I watched the movie. And I don't care what the fuck they said. I watched the movie. I saw it till the end. They said I did not. I did. Mm, I, did. <laughs> I did. I saw it. I saw it. If you remember the movie, you saw it. Now, how you looked when you was watching it is a different story. <laughs> that's not my problem, how I looked. If you, if you thought I was doing it, what I actually did, that's not, that's not, you, put on the day, you know what I'm saying, Arlene? You get it. You get it. They don't get it. Whatever. You watched mm-hmm. watch that movie. You watched the shit yeah, out of I that watched, movie. Watched I watched it. In the and back I of enjoyed your eye, it. Eyes, eyes closed. <laughs> Goodness gracious! It don't matter how I looked while I was watching the movie, but I was able to tell them what happened in the movie, and it was like, mm. but I'm sure that's what happened. I know that's what happened. They're just trying to, they're trying to gang up on me, but whatever. <laughs> I, I watched the damn movie. Um, I believe no. you. I don't I think believe so. You. <laughs> sick of it i'm not having this argument no more i said it and i said it to the public i watched the movie they don't believe me i don't care i, I believe you i believe you i Thank know you, you watched so that movie i know you know i watched that movie i know you watched that movie okay all right <laughs> to each his own everybody watches movies differently <laughs> <sighs> It was and probably I, the best watch. watching experience you had in that moment. <laughs> it was a beautiful movie. It was scary too. Uh huh. I know it was. Oh it shit! Was, and it was scary. It was scary. Y'all just reminded okay. me I got edibles in the fridge. 
been having for like forever. I need to, maybe I'll take one today. My day off. I should do it and go to the beach. Maybe. <laughs> and go to the beach? You and go to the beach. And be in nature. <laughs> You're doing a whole lot. Mm. <laughs> but that's, that's my story. What I would ask all of us is, um, what are we taking with us from our breaks? What are we taking with us? <sighs> taking away. I mean, I'm learning lessons every day, so I don't know, man. Every day I learn lessons. Every day. I just kind of like living life and not taking anything too seriously. You know, it's. I mean, the biggest lesson for me is that none of this yet. None of this really matters, and <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get real Jim Carrey <laughs> on y'all. But it's we're all having an experience. We're all in this. We all came here for a reason. So it's like just live and and enjoy it and take it moment by moment, and don't take anything so seriously because tomorrow isn't promised. And the only thing that's guaranteed is that you're gonna. None of us are coming out of this bitch alive. So. I just, I'm at a point in my life where I just, I'm trying to be happy and do the things that make me happy as long as it's not detrimental to me or my health in any way, but, or anyone else, but, you know, within, within my moral capacity, but, you know, just do what, what feels right and, and being honest and true about what you feel and things like that like everything isn't gonna be roses and that's okay like I'm okay with that like I'm not gonna sit here you know and be like oh well you know positive positive positive. like that's not really reality and that's you know there's balance so I take the good with the bad and and learn the lessons and move forward and try not to hold on to it or try not to hold on to whatever thing that might have caused some type of impact or trauma to affect me in a way where it affects me in the future in a negative way so it's all part of this process this is this is like a video game so we we are the players in this video game some of us are super mario and some of us are super mario and the controller just taking all of it as as part of this this journey in the process and not really question too much about it like I said I don't I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing but I often say I'll say yes to something and I don't ask any questions beyond that (laughs) and I'll just see what happens when I get there so yeah live your life man we don't have anything we don't we none none of this shit is promised none of it really matters you just gotta live um my break has been one that just it uh, highlighted for me the things that I'm, the things that I'm interested in. I was able to shift my energy a little bit to some other things, and um, also just made me appreciate my time more and use my time more effect- effectively and efficiently, um, where I can actually get time to relax uh, and be at peace. And those are the things that I've realized matter to me more than anything else. I just want to be able to have as much freedom in my time as possible so um whatever that looks like 
that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I got to knock out some books and spend time with some of the people that I love. And, and I think those things have mattered to me, to me more than anything else. So, um, yeah, that's it, Stephanie. I appreciated those answers. Um, <laughs> I think that for me, what I'm taking with me is the love and the care and the, I'm just, I was just looking at a meme. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at a meme from Nat Ministry just now and it was talking about love and care and stuff, but I, I was able to experience those things um, on a, in, in a way. Um, and also for myself on the break, because the break just ended, realizing how I give love um, and how I um, withhold my love from people. And I'm learning how to not withhold my love from people that I care about. Um, and in that way, I want to get better at showing people love regard and regardless of how scared I am that they're not going to be around with <laughs> with uh imbalance though imbalance so because you can't I can't give it all you know to every everybody but you know it's just like uh, I think that that's I want to learn how to give love to people I care about despite the fact that I'm scared and also just working co continuing because this has been a theme of the year is working on my limiting beliefs and um and and just when they show up understanding that I need to work through those things because it is actually keeping me from the things that the other side of things of the other side of what I want um, in life. So I think that for me, it's like, that's what I wanted to do to work on my limiting beliefs. And through my break, they showed up and throughout this uh, year, it's showing up and knowing that this is how I get to the other side of things. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. And so we ended this, uh, I don't remember what, what episode number this is, but I'm th thankful that you all came back to listen to, you know, our stories from the break. Um, I'm sorry we didn't have any booty shaking, um, and drunk stories. Uh, you know, we're in our late thirties, I think late thirties, can we say late thirties or is this uh, mid thirties? late 30s mid 30s whatever um late, so late 30s, girl. It, it's on the it's on the late on my on the late side that's fine so even if we did have those <laughs> stories even if we did do those things we wouldn't think those are interesting at all because we've done it that's typical <laughs> <laughs> it's so typical I could say the booty shaking stuff but it's like why it's like why we've done it it's it's been done so anyway everybody um, does it that's not a everybody story. shakes their booty <laughs> Nothing is so, if you if you were coming here to learn to hear about that no um yeah no uh but yeah but thanks again for coming back or if you're a new, new person welcome and uh thanks again for listening to the awkward stare if you like what you heard please share with some friends also uh 
please follow us on Instagram at the awkward stare. I want to let me get this right because I've been saying it wrong. I've been saying it totally wrong. So let me go, let me go into the Instagram account and get it get it all the way together for y'all. So it's the awkward stare podcast um, on Instagram, and you can always slide into our DMs and send us a message and um, give us suggestions and what or what have you. And you can also send us an email at theawkwardstare at gmail.com that's theawkwardstare at gmail.com thank you all for listening thank you ladies for having this conversation love it welcome welcome back i'm happy to be back all right y'all that's a wrap later later bye